grab your Bibles, grab your Bibles. We're going to be in Mark chapter number 1 tonight. Mark chapter number 1. If you need a lesson, if you need a lesson, uh, anybody, do I have anybody passing them out? Everybody's either sick or sorry, one or the other. <coughs> That's not you, Greg. That's not you. That's not you. You good, man. You good. All right. Uh, I say, everybody else, you're here to serve. Amen. All right. If you need a lesson, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Need a lesson. I want to make sure you get a, get a lesson. Make sure everybody in the balcony good up there. All right. Everybody good. Okay. All right. All right. Now, here's, here's I want to kind of, I want to kind of give a disclaimer uh, on this one tonight. Uh, not a disclaimer, but maybe, maybe an encouragement. I know, I know what we're going to give tonight is probably, it's really, really practical, and it's some stuff that some of y'all in here, you're just not going to do. You're just not going to do it, and, and I get that. You're not going to do all of this, uh, but, but let's do this. When, you, when we start studying it and looking at it and, and putting this together, uh, instead of just saying, you know, I'm probably not going to do none of that, uh, at least say, I'm going to do some of that. Okay, get with me, people. Okay, can we do that? Maybe even, listen, a little bit is better than nothing. Amen? Even if you just take one little bit of this and say, I'm going to do just a little bit of this, it would tickle me to death. Amen? I, I hope, I wish we could all get to the place where we're all doing all of it, but that's, hey, wherever we can start, let's just start somewhere. And all God's people say it. Amen. Amen. All right, Mark chapter number 1. And that we're going to begin reading, uh, let's see, verse number 32. Verse number 32. If you found your spot, say amen. amen. Now, Jesus, Jesus is beginning his ministry. Uh, uh, he, is, he has already been baptized. Uh, uh, he's, listen, he's gone into the wilderness. Uh, the, the power of God is on him. He's already began. He's picking his, he picked his disciples, and, and, and now he's going forth. So he's already busy. The point I'm trying to make, he's already going after it. He's already uh, wide open. Now look what it says in verse 32. <clears throat> and at even, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased and them that were possessed with devils. And all the city was gathered together at the door. All right? Everybody's, everybody's come to where he is. Everybody knows who he is uh, as far as a healer. Somebody's fixing all their problems. And the Bible says in verse 34, and he healed many that were sick of divers' disease, and cast out many devils, and suffered not the devils to speak, because they knew him. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. There prayed. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him, and when they had found him, they said, now, now, that means he went somewhere where they couldn't find him. Y'all with me? When they found him, uh, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. All right? Now let's, let's pray and we'll get started. Lord, thank you for the privilege to be here. Uh, thank you for a great crowd tonight that's here to, to learn and to study and to grow. And, Lord, I pray that you'll help us learn together. Help us to uh, see your word, see you in your word. And, Lord, apply it to our life. And I pray your perfect will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. 
And all God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> let's remember, let's remember uh, this fact that Jesus came to earth and he limited himself to live as a human being. Now, does everybody understand that? Jesus came to this earth, he limited himself to live and, and, and operate and, and act as a human being. In other words, uh, he did not use his power, his deity, outside of permission from his Father. Are y'all with me? Say amen. In other words, he came to earth and he lived on this earth, he behaved on this earth, he walked on this earth just like you and I have to. Are you with me? Now, because here's you saying, now why in the world? Jesus is God. Yep, I get that. But in this setting, we see he's all human too. He's all God, but he's all man. In his incarnation, he is all man, okay? That's why he got tired at the well. That's why he said, I thirst. Uh, uh, listen, all of these things we see in him, we see in his humanity. Now, in his humanity, we learn to walk, we learn to live, we learn to behave, we learn to... Uh, he, he lived a life that we are to live. He is our ultimate prime example. If you're with me, say amen. amen. So, we look at him, and, he, and he's in his daily walk, he's in his daily life, he's doing his thing, he's ministering, he's fulfilling his purpose, right? He said, for this cause came out of the world, for this reason was I born, he came to this earth, he lived... He died, he healed, he did all of the things. And, and, the, and the specific thing he said is, I always do the things that please my Father. I'm always accomplishing my Father's will. Okay? Now, as, in his humanity, what, what, did that, what did that require? Well, what we see here, it required a devotional life. A devotional life. What do you mean, preacher? I mean this. He had to pray. He had to pray. He got up a great while before day. He's busy, 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 busy. I mean, they're flooding him with responsibilities. They're flooding him with needs. They're flooding him with people with problems and, and people with issues and people with sicknesses, people full of the devil. And all of this is coming his way. And so what he did about it, he got up a great while before day. He found a solitary place where nobody could find him, where he couldn't be disturbed. And there he spent time with his father. Now, what is, the, what is the one excuse that we always hear? The one excuse we always hear about a devotional life, about a prayer time. I don't have... Well, guess what? I'm finding out the more I read, you don't have time not to. It seemed the busier he got, the more overwhelmed he got. And I, I don't mean like he was like, oh, oh. I don't mean that. I'm talking about when he got flooded with all of these things, he always took himself aside. He always found a solitary place and spent time with his father. Now, let, let's, look, let's look at that a minute before we go into the lesson, all right? I, I've, I've, I made some, I put some other verses down that, guys, y'all don't have this back here, so don't try to find this. Uh, just different, different times of devotion. Uh, we find morning devotion. Psalms 5, 1 through 3 says this, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. 
My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will I look up. Mark 1.35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. All right, we find morning devotions. Uh, we find, we find uh, also evening devotions, where, where Jesus would, he sent the disciples out and went up into a mountain, and when the evening was come, he was spending time praying. You have morning devotions, you have evening devotions. Then you have three times a day devotions. Psalms 55, 16. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord will save, shall save me. Evening, morning, and noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. We, we see an example of that in Daniel chapter 5, verse, uh, uh, verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and, and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. So we see three times a day devotions. And we see night devotions. Night devotions. 1 Samuel 15, or excuse me, all night. Say that with me. All night devotions. Samuel, 1 Samuel 15, 10. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king. For he has turned back from following me and hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Saul, and he cried unto the Lord all night. Luke six twelve, And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Now, when we see that, he continued all night in prayer to God. That was right before he chose his disciples. Right before. In other words... He saw something that he was going to be needing to do. He saw one of his greatest responsibilities. How many of y'all believe that picking the right guys to be the Lord's disciples is kind of important? He thought it was important enough that he spent all night praying about the decisions he was going to make the next day. All right, Samuel prayed all night long when, when it came time to, for, the, for the anointing to leave Samuel, or excuse me, Saul and go on David all night long. Now, here's the thing. Most, most experts say this. Uh, the best time to do your, your devotion is in the morning. Do it in the morning. Uh, uh, here's what I feel. Here's what I feel. Whatever works for you. If it's morning, if it's evening, if it's three times a day, if it's all night long, whatever works for you, get her done. Y'all with me? Just do it. Whatever works. Uh, these, these guys didn't have third shift. Okay? Now, sometimes the morning is the best time for a lot of people. Sometimes people are not morning people. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not dogmatic about that. I, you know, I, it, maybe, maybe it is the best time as far as in the morning because you start your day with God. And, and, and God gets it going and, and God leads it the rest of the way. And I, I get all of that. But I'd rather you pray in the evening if you're not going to pray at all. Okay? But whatever you do, do something. Amen? Now, here we find Jesus. <clears throat> He's our ultimate example. When we, we see when things start getting uh, hectic and things start getting crazy, he always stops and he, he has time to pray. Now, what is, what is a devotional life all about? What is a devotional life all about? So we can be more religious I mean, is that, is that the deal? You see, religion is different than relationship. Most of my life, most of my life, I'm telling you, and, it, and I'm, not, I'm not blaming 
any of, of those in my heritage, in my past, and, 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 and the evangelists and preachers I grew up under, uh, they only did what they knew. But it was all about the rules. It was all about what you did or all about what you didn't do. And it was mainly about what you didn't do. There was, I, I never knew there was that many thou shouts in the Bible. All I ever heard was thou shalt not. Say amen. Did anybody grow up like me or mine? Own? Can, can you relate to what I'm saying? And usually, you, you always heard the negative. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, uh, you, you got to, anyway, anyway. They never really taught you that Christianity is not following the rules. Are y'all with me? All religions are that. If that was all it took, we would be no different. We would be no different than any of the other religions. But see, the difference that we have is that our Savior is alive. Our Savior come out of the ground. Our Savior is living. He's interceding on our behalf. And the point of Christianity is developing a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not about knowing all the right things to say or knowing all the right things to do or all the wrong things not to do. It's about developing a relationship with Jesus Christ. Walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you want to take care of it, the thou shalt not, just walk with Jesus. It'll take care of it. But many of us don't know how to do that. We don't know how to develop that. We don't know how to have that intimate relationship with God. That time where it's just you and Him. It's not y'all. It's not. There's things, there's things that we, we call family devotions, and that's great, and that's wonderful, but God wants one-on-one time. God wants to single you out. God wants to spend time with you. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. This is real practical. Some of y'all are going to act like you're bored and it, it, just fake it. Act like you're interested. Say amen. Because we need this. Let me, let me tell you a sad fact. There are kids that grow up their entire life in church. And by the time I saw a post on Facebook the other day, it says, why is it that kids that grow up in church that 77% of them, by the time they're in their first year in college, they never come back to God. Or they leave church and not return. And, and you have 50 people posting on there, this is the reason, uh, you know, I, I mean, everything from, from, you know, things that sounded pretty good and, 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 and things that were ridiculous to it just asinine to some. That here's, let, me tell you, let me tell you the deal. They learned the surface stuff. Kids learn to, they learn the speech. And they learn what to say and what not to say. They learn all of that stuff. But I think too few of them are learning how to talk to Jesus. How to hear from Jesus. We, we see in the book of Judges, <clears throat> we see in the book of Judges in the, in the second chapter, we see that, that, that Joshua and all those that had served God and followed God who were familiar with God, if you look up that knew and saw the works of God, they had, a, they had a personal relationship. They knew all about God and what God did. It says they, this, this, that the whole generation died, and, then, and this is what it says, there arose another generation who knew not the Lord. 
nor the works that he had done. And, and what does it say? They turned their back. They went to Baal. They went to the false gods. They went to the gods around them. Tell me that's not what's happening today. What's happening? Our kids don't know God. They know about him. But we've not taught them how to know him. And the reason a lot of us hadn't taught them how to know him is because you don't know him. How do, we, how do we get closer? How do we develop intimacy and closeness with Jesus? Let's talk about it. It's not difficult. It's not mysterious. I promise you this. God wants you to know him more than you want to know him. Amen. This is exciting, isn't it? I just feel the enthusiasm in the room. That's just great. All right. <clears throat> Let's look at the aim and you know what's amazing? I'm going to just say it. It's amazing to me the people that, that love to come when I, I'm, I'm preaching and I'm going after it and I'm spitting my tonsils to the third row. But when I'm teaching them practical, everyday things, they just can't get into that. Let me tell you what that is. You love to be entertained. And you're not coming as much for the substance as as much for the delivery. And we got to grow out of that. Because everybody ain't going to deliver it like I deliver it. And what happens is you can, you can have somebody come in with some good substance, as good a substance, but they don't have the delivery. Well, you check out. Because you're looking more at the delivery than you are the substance. Anyway, listen, number one, don't you see the aim in devotion? What are, we, what are we trying to accomplish with a devotional life? A, we want to talk and listen to God through prayer. Write that down. We want to talk and listen to God through prayer. <clears throat> you say, oh, that's so elementary. Let's think about it a minute. Let's think about it a minute. Some of us have the first part of that down, but not the last part of that. We can, we can talk to God. Our, the, our, our, our mind and prayer, This is usually our prayer is this. Uh, you know, dear Heavenly Father, uh, I need this, I need that, I need you to forgive me, I need you to help so-and-so, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. And we, whatever, we fill it up. We even praise Him a little bit and, and put some stuff in there. And then in Jesus' name, amen. And God's up here like this. And it's kind of like the argument between the man and wife. They say, we had words, but I didn't get to use mine. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I don't know where that come from. Amen. <laughs> Prayer is two ways. It's us talking to God and God talking to us. Here, here, I, I, one of one of the uh, the devotional handbooks that we we had we did with our A to Z discipleship program. Uh, it had a it had a picture on it of a gas station, <clears throat> and it was really cool. I tried to find, it. I couldn't find. I don't know what the deal was. I couldn't find it on my computer, and it and it showed the, the, a picture of a car that's driving around 
driving around a gas pump. And we, we pull up to the gas pump, and we say, fill her up. But we never stop the car. So the guy's standing here with the gas pump in his hand, and, 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 and you, we're just keeping on going, driving around. Hey, man, fill her up. No, dude, really, come on, give me some gas, fill her up. And he's saying like, and how often do we come to God and speak to me? And we say, we, we, people say, well, I just don't, I haven't heard from God. Did you stop long enough to listen? See, that's the aim of the devotional life is to talk and listen. Talk and listen. I promise you, he'll speak to you. He will. I guarantee you, he will. Talk and listen. Say that with me. Talk and listen. Talk and listen. Come on, everybody. Talk and listen, okay, to God through prayer. In other words, pray, talk to God, and then, and then just pause. Just pause and let him, let him speak to you. All right, B. The aim in our devotion is to talk and listen to God through prayer. B. Let God speak to you by reading and reflecting on his word. <clears throat> Let God speak to you by reading and reflecting on his word. Psalms 1 is a great, is a great illustration of this. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. How is he able to do all those things? How is he able to ignore the advice of the ungodly and stay out of the... The, the direction, the behavior of sin. How does he know all that stuff? It says his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he, doth he. Now y'all remember, I ain't going to say the story again about the, the cow chewing its cud, right? He, he's, he is chewing on previously, previously picked grass. And he's, he's digesting it and he's chewing. It, it basically means, it just means think about it. It means think about it. Think about what you just read. Too many of us, are the, 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 the essence of our devotional life is we say, okay, we're going to read three chapters a day. We get in there. We open our Bible. We read those three chapters. We put a check mark. We're done. And we don't even remember what we just read. Now, the purpose, the purpose of, of Bible reading is not, now watch this now. This is this is this is gonna. It's not performance based. In other words, God's not saying, "All right, you got your three in today." I used to feel that way. I was gonna read five chapters. I don't care. I'm gonna get my five chapters in. You know, somebody said I can say I read my five chapters. I don't even remember what I read. I get to chapter 3, and I don't forgot chapter 1, but I'm smoking it because I'm going to get my 5. Say amen. Now, some of y'all are acting all spiritual. It's not about that. What, what, why are we reading the Bible? So our lives can change. Be ye doers of the word, not... You see, it's all about life change. And as we read, we need to think about it. I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you how many times I've been laying in my bed at night or, or early in the morning, early in the morning, something I may have studied, let's just say, let's say something I studied on Saturday night or, or, or was looking at something through the week 
in, in, in early Sunday morning, God just starts talking to me. I'm telling you, there has been times it's still dark, it's still dark outside, and I take my phone out, and I, and I start getting the notes thing on my phone, and I start punching in points and things he's telling me. And the bright light Mesopotamia gets her aggravated. It's wonderful. <laughs> and, and, and all I'm doing is meditating. Meditating. It's not, meditating is not spooky. What I'm saying, That's not meditating. It's just thinking about what you read. Y'all with me? It's not, it's not, there's nothing super spiritual about this. It's just thinking about what you read. You read a verse and you think about it. You mull it over in your mind, and you give God an opportunity to talk to you. We talk to Him through prayer, and His primary way of talking to us is through His Word. And I'm telling you, there'll be times, there'll be times, and this is what will happen. You'll get something. Something will stand out to you. You'll read it, and you man, that's good, because it was just for you. And then you'll go to somebody and say, hey, let me, tell you, let me show you what God showed me. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and, you're, and in your mind, you're thinking, what's wrong with you, man? Don't you get it? Don't you see it? And you know what? It wasn't for them. It was for you. I can't tell you how many times I would come in and say, man, let me show you this right here. And they're just like, uh-uh, okay. They're already trained now. They, 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 they fake enthusiasm. I know it. All right. Listen, what is the aim? What are we trying to accomplish? We want to talk and listen to God through prayer. We need to let God speak to us by reading and reflecting on his word. He said, thy law doth he meditate day and night. What's going to happen when we do that? He should be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water and that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall. How many of y'all want that to happen? Amen. That's what we're after. All right, number two, the agenda in devotion. What are we going to accomplish through our devotion, okay? The agenda. What do we do? First, to worship God. <laughs> to worship God. I want to adore him. I just want to love on him. You know, I'm afraid, I'm afraid a lot of Christians that's been saved a long time, uh, they kind of lose the intimacy that a lot of marriages lose. Because when, when people are dating, you know, they're all excited and they're all, you know, got all that going on and, 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 and they want to spend time together and they, they have intimate time together and they have all of this happening and then after you're married for a while, you, you stop doing that. You stop that dating, and you stop spending time together, and you get busy here, and you get busy with the kids, and you get busy with your, your plans and maybe hobbies, and, 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 and slowly the fire and the intimacy starts, starts draining out, and, and, and you don't spend time because you don't have time. You say you don't have time, uh, so you don't do it on purpose, and, and after a while you get to a point where there's... And you, and you can come to church. You can come to church. There's a time when I love, I love baby Christians. <coughs> I'm telling you, I love baby Christians because they're excited about everything. I mean, it's that newness and that freshness and that, 
and, 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 and they're so new to the things of God. And, 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 and sometimes when we've been saved, and I say we, I'm putting myself in that category. If we don't do this on purpose, we get used to what we know. And we rest in the familiar. Let me say that again, because that's kind of anointed. I just said, we rest in the familiar. And what happens is, is we start taking our relationship with God for granted. Kind of like couples do. We take for granted each other. And we don't make an effort to make that happen. And I found out this, if you don't date on purpose, you won't do it. And if you're not going to do this on purpose, you're not going to do it. Preacher, I've been saved 30 years. Well, let me ask you a question. And you answer it honestly. Are you as intimate with God as you need to be? Amen? We worship God. We meet with Him and we, we worship Him. Let me tell you something. If we would learn, if we would learn to worship Him through the week, it would blow your mind what your experience on Sunday would be in here. Man, there's been times I spent some, I spent just great quality time with God during the week. I couldn't wait to get here on Sunday. And it totally, drastically changed, changed my experience on Sunday. Amen? Listen, our agenda is to worship God. Then B, to fellowship with God. To fellowship with God. To hang out. Now, remember remember what did we say we're doing this for in the very beginning? I, I, I shared some things with you. Relationship development. Say that with me. Say it again. You'll never get to know somebody till you learn to hang out with them. You've got to be able to spend some time with them. Amen? Fellowship with God. And here, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Oh, boy. C, to be led by God. Watch, watch this right here. Watch this while you're writing that down. Watch this right here. In the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out, departed into a solitary place. Now, they're, they're just flooding him with people. They're just flooding him with sicknesses and diseases, and they're, they're flooding him with people that uh, are full of the devil and demon-possessed, and they're coming at him. So he's just getting all this, just, I mean, from every, every angle, and, and, and look what he says. When they found him, Simon and them got up, and they seen all this stuff, all this stuff that we need to do, all this stuff, we, I'm, 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 I'm doing that on purpose, all this stuff we need to do. You with me? All these, all these things that people's got for us to do. And when they found him, they said, hey, men seek you. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We got some things here. Watch what Jesus says. And he said unto them, Let's go into the next towns that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. What happened? He spent some time with his father, and his father said, It's time to go. Do you remember in John, I think it's John 4, where it, it, the Samaritan woman at the well? How many of y'all remember that? There was a phrase that said, He must needs go through Samaria. I wonder how he knew that. You reckon it was that great while before day, that time he spent with his father? He said, hey, somebody's waiting on you. I just don't know what God wants me to do. When's the last time you spent some alone time with you? 
How is God going to lead you if you're not listening for him? A solitary place. Oh, thank you, Lord. Had a thought. Solitary. When you think solitary, what do you think? I think alone. I think also quiet. Could we say that? Solitary, quiet. Okay, watch this. He speaks with a... Oh. You know what our problem is? Everything's too loud. TV's blaring. We're, we're, you know, people's beeping in on our phones. We're just bombarded with everything. Now, now watch this. Now watch this. How is that any different than what we just read? How, how is that any different than, than everybody's coming to him from everywhere wanting a piece of Jesus? I got my problem. I got my issues. How many of y'all have ever felt like life is just clawing at you? Everywhere you turn around, somebody's wanting something. A bill collector calling, somebody, I need this, or somebody, I need that. I need, and it just, you just feel overwhelmed with life, and you're just getting all this going on. And, and well, well, Jesus said that was happening to him too. But you know what he did? He got up a great while before day. He found him a solitary place, and he spent some time with his father. And when he spent some time with his father, he came out of that solitary place cool, calm, and collected. And directed you see some of us are wigging out because we don't have any solid we don't have any solitary time with God amen how are we going to be led lead us not into all right how are we going how are we going to be led if we don't learn to listen we got to get directions right so there we go our agenda is to worship God spend some time with him honor him Love on him. And by the way, by the way, he will reciprocate all that. If you love on him, he will love on you. Now, I'm not even going to try to describe being in his presence. I'm not even going to try to do that. I'm just going to tell you, if you ever get in it, you won't be satisfied till you get in it again. Amen? Listen. Fellowship with God, to be led by God. All right? All right, we need to tighten up just a little bit. Y'all were lollygagging and not listening. <clears throat> so I got to hurry. Okay, let's look at the accessories in devotion. What do we need? What do we need for our devotion time? What do we need? Well, I think the first thing we need to start with is the Bible. <laughs> Amen? Let's get us a good Bible. Get one you can read. Get, get In other words, get, get one big enough eyes that you can see it. Say Amen. I got my big eye Bible, amen, words, big words. I need to be able to read it, okay? And I, 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 I really encourage you to do this, too. I, I like this, uh, is, is get you a good dictionary. Get you a good dictionary. I was going to bring out my Webster's 1828 uh, dictionary, uh, but it was, it was the, 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 it's the best dictionary to use with your King James Bible. Take that, and, and every word in there is in that 1828 dictionary, and it will help you understand uh, uh, we've got them in the in the uh, the media room. Uh, if you like the book form, uh, you can go on the website. You can go on 
uh, the internet and 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 there's a there's a, a website that's 1828 webster's dictionary punch in any word in the bible it'll come out it will blow your mind what just getting a, a definition to a word will help you and will open things up to you so i encourage you get a good bible listen uh get a, a good dictionary why why do we what, what what's going to happen with the bible write down the scripture read and write down what you've learned from reading meditate on the verse the bible is the answer to four major questions in my life the bible teaches me number one where do i come from where do i come from and if you haven't read that part yet you did not come from a monkey <clears throat> are y'all with me i had many relatives that swung from their neck but they never swung from their tails amen I'm going to leave that alone right there. You'll figure it out. <clears throat> Number two, the Bible tells us, why do I exist? Is that not an age-old question? Why do I exist? I, you go into, I, I challenge you, go into Books a Million and ask them for, for books on the purpose of life. It, you'll find the most ridiculous stuff in there. Don't, you don't have to worry about that. Don't go buy that bunch of garbage. Open your Bible, and it will help you with your purpose in life. Your primary purpose in life is to bring glory to God. Period. And then, then he will help you find your secondary purpose, which supports the primary purpose. Are y'all with me? Everybody can't be a preacher. Everybody can't be a teacher. Everybody can't be a lawyer. Everybody can't be a doctor. Everybody can't be a plumber. Everybody can't be a painter. But whatever you are, no matter what you are, you need to do that with what you do to bring glory to God. And all God's people say it. The Bible tells us where we come from. The Bible tells us why we exist. Here's, this, here's an important one. The Bible tells us how should I live. The Bible tells us how should I live. It teaches us all. It's in there. I like that ragu commercial. It's in there. <laughs> Some of y'all may be too young for that, but anyway. How many of y'all remember that ragu commercial? Come on, people. I'm not that old. Get with me. How should I live? And by the way, to all the atheists, if, if you look at the life of a transgressor and the life of a, a child of God, even if there was no God, he still has the better life. He still has the better life. Amen. But there is a God, and, and uh, the Bible says an atheist has a holiday. He does. It's May 1st. No, excuse me, it's April 1st. April 1st. I don't even know what my months are. April 1st. All right, number four. What was number one? Okay, say the whole thing. Number one. Where did I come from? Number two. Number three. And here's an important one. Where will I go in the future? I kind of want to know where I go when I check out of here. How about y'all? Where will I go in the future? It will tell you where you're going and how you're going to get there. <clears throat> All right? So we need a Bible. B, write this down. We need a pen and a notebook. We need a pen and a notebook. We need to write down what you sense God's saying to you in your devotional time. You can also write down the names and the needs of the people you're praying for. Now listen, this can, this can serve several purposes. One thing you can do is write your prayer request down and who you're praying for and then come back and record the answer to those prayers. Say, so why do you need to do that? 
Because imagine this. Say for, for several years you're, you're putting in answers to, answer to your prayers and you're writing these prayers down in your devotional booklet, uh, uh, diary thing, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, and then all of a sudden, you really need God. You come to a place where there is a serious, serious issue in your life. And, and how many of y'all have ever felt like the guy who come to Jesus and, and, and he had this major prayer request and Jesus said, you'll have it if you'll believe. And this is his response. I believe, but help my unbelief. I believe, but boy, there's a part of me that's... How many of y'all can relate to that? Well, when you're struggling with that faith and you're struggling with that belief, all you got to do is flip that book up. Yeah, buddy, right here on April 3rd, I wrote, he answered my prayer right here. Over here in January the 7th, he came through, and man, over here, and no, he came through again. It's, it's a faith builder. It's a faith builder. So it's not just keeping your thoughts. It's not just it's not just kind of kind of keeping your thoughts out. It, it's it's a tool that's used to help build your faith. Because I'm telling you, there will come a time that you're gonna need some extra support. Amen. So get a pen, piece of paper, write it down. Now remember, remember what I said, guys. Some of y'all, some of y'all, you know, you're looking at the ceiling and you're doing all kinds of. But remember this: even if you don't do all this. Do some of it. All right, so, preacher, I'm not going to take notes. Well, just, all right, start with the Bible. We'll start there. Okay? We're, we're, we're going to go through all this, but do something. Do something. All right? Say it with me. Something is better than nothing. All right, all right. All right, C, pick out of place. It'll blow your mind how important this is. You need a place. You need your you need your war room. If you hadn't read, if you haven't watched that movie, that's a good movie. You ought to watch it. I love that little lady in that movie. Amen. Choose a place you can meet with God. What did Jesus do? He 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 went to a say it with me. Solitary place. See, the place was important. Now watch this. Watch this. What happened? What what did Jesus find when he got through with his prayer? Not, 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 not that. Everybody looking for him. In other words, distractions. If you don't find a solitary place, you're gonna get distracted. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This is, man. How do I word this? This is not as exciting as me preaching and. You know why? Because the devil's going to fight this tooth and nail. How many? How many of y'all? Honestly, be honest. I, I'm. I'm. I'm going to just. I'm going to just be transparent right here. You pick up your Bible and you open up. And it, you know why? Because your flesh does not like anything spiritual. Your flesh is going to fight you. The devil's going to fight you. Are y'all with me? 
So you got to do it. On, you're yawning. I see it. I see it. You're yawning. Yawning. Hey, it, it's catchy, isn't it? Contagious. Now stop it. Amen. Stop it. All right. Solitary. Solitary. Find a place you will not be disturbed. All right. Keep, keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. You have an enemy, and he's good at what he does. You're not the first generation has ever tried to stop with this. You say, why is this so important? When Jesus went in the wilderness, <clears throat> when he went in the wilderness and fasted 40 days, the Bible says he came out with the power of God on him. He came out full of the Spirit and full of power. And the closer you get to God, the more dangerous you get to his kingdom. And that's why he's going to fight it. He's not, this, there's nothing, nothing about what we're talking about tonight is, is flashy. There's nothing about, it's all practical. What you're getting tonight is broccoli and, and mashed taters. Are y'all with me? This is not ice cream and chocolate syrup. I love all that. And I guarantee you this. In the midst of the fight, when that chocolate syrup and that ice cream is done wore away, you need something that's going to stick to your ribs. Y'all with me? All right. Here's We need a place. Find you a place. Find you a place. I'll be honest with you. There's been times, there's been times I just got in my truck and I went to Sportsman's Lake and I, I'll turn my phone off, I'll turn anything, anything that can connect to me off and sit under those pine trees and just talk to God or read my Bible or study for y'all got to get out of here it's too much commotion in the offices too much you know whatever at home got the girls at home or things happening and all that and I find a place I, I, we're, we're building a house right now and I, I, I've got me a place I'm working on my war room <clears throat> and I can't I can't wait to have that place find your place pick your place out Guard it with, listen, with everything you have because that's going to be the place that's going to help you connect with God and, 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 and get the power you need to accomplish what you need from God. All right? Pick a place. It's important. If you pick a place, if you know that, you go to that same place. You go to that same place all the time. Uh, uh, I, when we was in Bible college, Dr. Brown said he went up, there's a bunch of pine trees. There's a bunch of pine trees in, in, on the property there where Victory is now where I went to Bible college and he said, man, every day, he said, I'd go up through those pine trees. He found a big rock up there in the pine trees, and he would kneel and pray at that rock and spend time with God at that rock. And, and that place became his sanctuary. And, and this is important. This is really important. Find you a place, a solitary place. Now, I imagine, I imagine uh, with Jesus traveling the way he traveled, uh, his solitary place was probably not the same place all the time. But when he was around uh, Jerusalem and all of that, it was usually the Mount of Olives. And if you remember, he went up into the Mount of Olives uh, the night before his crucifixion and prayed and, and spent time because that was his solitary place. Everybody needs a place, okay? We need a Bible, pen and notebook, a place. Then we need a time. Find the most appropriate time where you can consistently, underline the word consistently, I've done this before. Bless God, I'm going to get up 4 o'clock in the morning every morning. I'm going to jump out there and read. That lasted about, it didn't even last the first day. <laughs> 4 o'clock hit, bam, bam. Uh -uh. 
If you're not a morning person, don't pick the morning. Don't pick the morning. Now, I know I'm, I'm going against the experts, but I'm just telling you. If you're not a morning person, pick another time. But whatever the time you pick, make sure you can do it consistently. That you do it every time. Every time. Every time. Make a habit of it. Create a habit of it. All right? Y'all with me? You do it 21 days in a row, and it'll be easy then. Put it on your calendar. Put, put, put X on the first day. Put X on the first day. And then put an X on the 21st day. Said, I ain't quitting till I get to that X. And you make it happen. Force yourself. Force yourself. Whatever, whatever you got to do. That way, you, you got to pick a time where you can be consistent at it. Don't, don't set yourself up for failure. Don't say you're going to get up at 5 o'clock every morning because you heard such and such successful person. That's when he gets up. So that's your, it, well, if you're going you to coon hunt late at night, you ain't get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. If you work third shift or if you work whatever, whatever fits you and your lifestyle and your habit, but, but whatever it is, do it where you can do it consistently. Amen? All right, all right, then plan. <clears throat> plan. Choose a book in the Bible to read at your own rate. You remember what I said? I'd rather you read five verses and get it than five chapters a day. Five verses, say, preacher, I just don't understand the Bible. Get your dictionary and look up every word. If you do that and read one verse and you understand it, you'll get more out of that than somebody who's speed reading and not even concentrating, not even meditating, and they read five chapters a day. Remember, this is about life change. Life change. Amen? Okay, lastly, and we'll, we'll get it. Only got a few minutes, but we got this. We're going we're gonna to finish, okay? Here's the activity. What do we do to get ready for this? What do we do to get ready to meet with God? Now remember, now remember, this is not a comic book. This is not the newspaper. You can't pick this up like you do the Wall Street Journal. You, you can't pick this up like you do Time Magazine. It is the living Word of God. It is the Holy Bible. It is God's mind on paper. Are y'all with me? It is sacred. It is holy. We need to reverence it. We need to love it. Amen? Now listen. So when we go at it, when we go at it to get something from it, it has to be revealed and uncovered by the Holy Spirit. So what do we do? First, A, we pray. And this is our prayer. It's the same prayer as the psalmist. Psalm 119, 18. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. So what do we do? We say, Lord, show me something. We pray and ask God, show me something. Show me something. Let me see something in your word. Open, open my eyes to something. Let me see it. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you. You say, preacher, I just can't, I can't get anything. I've never got anything. I don't understand what it's saying. Listen, I promise you, the person in here that can understand the Bible the least, I'm talking about the person in here that can understand the Bible the least, when you get that first gold nugget and God just opens something to you, I'm telling you, don't stop till you get it. Gold has to be mined you got to dig for it. 
Don't be intellectually lazy. You don't have to be a genius. God put this thing on, on people's level where we can all get it. Sometimes we got to make a little more effort. I do. Sometimes I got to read a verse over and over and over. Three or four times. I get my dictionary out and I look up each word to get an understanding for what it is. I have people tell me all the time, oh, you just, you, 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 you know, you're just special because you, you understand you can make everybody. Do you know what I got to do to do that? Look up everything. That doesn't come. I don't just, ooh. It doesn't just, it takes work. It's a great compliment that somebody says, hey, my little kid can understand you. But it takes work. You look up the words. You make an effort. But guess what? The more effort you put in it, the more you're going to get out of it. Amen. Mm. Pray. Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Then be prepare. Prepare. Collect the things you need. Find a quiet place. Prepare your heart. And wait on God. What is the one thing we can do? We can confess our sins to God. Say, God, if there is anything that would hinder you speaking to me, I want to make it right. You say, how will I know that? You'll know. You see, the Holy Spirit will remind you. You remember that thing you said to so-and-so? Remember that grudge you holding against? Mm-hmm. You got to make it right. And by the way, sometimes it's not just confessing it to him then. You got to get in your car and go make it right with Julio. <laughs> right? Because the whole point of this is to have an intimate relationship with God. And if we've got grudges and sin in our life, we can't walk close to him. Let me show you. 1 John 1, 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him, isn't that, isn't that what we're trying to do? Have fellowship with God. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness and we lie and do not the truth. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sin. Now, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But, what's he say? If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So what is the point of confession? It is to stay in fellowship. So every day, every day, we need to take a shower, spiritually speaking. We need to come to Him for cleansing and say, God, I want to be right. Here's, here's, a, here's a great phrase to remember. Keep a short account. Keep a short account. Don't 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 let things pile up to the point that you gotta you gotta spend time three hours to get things right with God before you can ask Him for a need. Does that make sense? All right. See, we pray, we prepare, and see, we seek God. We seek God. How do we seek God? Carefully read a verse or scripture portion. And then think about it. Meditate on how it relates to you. Just talk to God. I'm going to, next week, Lord's willing, if things don't change, I'm going to give you kind of like a pattern to use. 
and maybe maybe a, 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 to, to go into more detail about that particular point. What are, what are the specifics we do when we're seeking God, when we read a verse? What do we look for it to say? What do we want the verse to say? What, what questions can we ask the verse? Does that make sense, everybody? Don't miss next week. It's really important, okay? All right? Seek God by carefully reading a verse or scripture portion. Meditate on how it relates to you. Talk to God. D, follow through. Follow through. Now put beside that. Put beside follow through. Put dash and write this. Write this right here. Y'all ready? Pray and obey. Say it with me. Say it again. If you're not going to obey, then you're wasting your time to pray. Now, some of you, now, some of you, now, now let me, can I, can I be your friend, friendly pastor? Put your papers down a minute and look at me. Everybody look at me. And I'm telling you, it's because I love you. Some of you aren't going to pray because you know what he's going to say. Because if you hear what he says, then you're going to feel obligated to obey. Now, here, here's the thing. You, you can keep going in your life the way you're going. And, and, and no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Because every time you're going to come here, you're going to feel convicted and you're going to get uncomfortable. I'm telling you, walking with Jesus is so much better than trying to do it on your own. Look what happened to Peter every time he tried to do it on his own. He got up. He's overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed. He gets up a great while before day. He finds him a solitary place where he cannot be disturbed. And he spends some time with his father. And then he comes back. I wish, I wish you could get this image in your head. Let's go, boys. We got to go over here. Not, how am I going to get all my stuff done? He's calm. He's collected. He's, he's, he knows what he needs to do. And he has the courage to do it. Now, I'm telling you, I don't know about y'all. That's what I want to do. That's the life I want to live. Man, things have gotten kind of crazy around here lately with just just what we've been tackling and, and the devil fighting that because it's a big stronghold with his. And, man, it's easy to get overwhelmed with stuff. And I find that the more I get overwhelmed and, and when I'm feeling that, I, I, I can know and I can always trace it back to, I hadn't spent my time in the solitary place because I got too busy. Amen? 
All right, next week we're going to go into more detail about that seeking God thing, all right, and, 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 and specifics about what we do when we, we read a verse, what we do with it, all right? Y'all excited about that? Right, let, let's, let's try that again. Are, are y'all excited about that? Yeah. All right, all right. Well, let's pray for Sunday and pray that God will have his way and uh, God's up to something big around these parts, amen? Well, let's pray. Father, thank you.